1: Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports
2: Platter. It is the ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms. Leave a five-star review and feedback as you download and subscribe the ML Sports Platter. We're brought to you by Bryant and Stratton College of Syracuse. Brian Comboy of Mass Mutual, New York State. And our great friends at the Syracuse Fitness Store, make sure you go visit them on Erie Boulevard if you're in and around Central New York. Amazing workout equipment, bikes and Stairmasters, free weights and more. They've got your exercise mats and and a heck of a lot more as well. Go see my friends at Syracuse Fitness Store you hear my kid Quinn in the background. Syracuse Fitness Store on Erie Boulevard, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And also a major tip of the cap, thank you to the support groups, the Swan and Whitaker families, and also the Vince Aguera Consulting Group, and Welch and & Company Jewelers. Let's bring him in. He is the play-by-play voice of the St. Bonaventure Bonnie's men's basketball team as we get set for a season full of expectations and hope. Gary Neese, also proud to call him a friend. Gary, amazing to have you back. How's the summer been going? And goodness, can we get hoops to tip off here? You and I and everybody else in Bonaventure. so excited. How are you?
1: Bad for a summer day.
2: Yeah, no doubt. Do you think this Bonnie's team upcoming can handle the hype and expectations because man, I can't remember a time where there were this many expectations and this much hype in my day. Uh,
1: no, it's uh this is something that's a little bit unprecedented. Uh, you can go back to the, the team in 1970, but I don't think they they had the national notoriety that this team has had uh, since the, uh, won the Atlantic 10 and then got into the NCAA tournament. And then people realize that, Hey, all the starters are back next year. So, I mean, that uh, immediately jumped them into the preseason top 25 polls and uh, talk about putting a big old target on, on your back. Uh, That means, you know, every team you're going to, you're going to get the best game from every team this year.
2: There's no doubt about it. It obviously, I mean, there's, there's a lot of parts to this, as you know, but Mark Schmidt is really where it starts and ends years and years and years ago. You know, the academic fraud comes in, Bonnies are in trouble, the program's in trouble, they could have gone out of the A-10, they could have been canceled, could have gone to D-2, could have been, who knows what what, what would have happened. Uh, things get worked a little bit, and then, you know, Schmidt gets hired, and, and, and ever since, Bonaventure basketball is is really in one of the golden eras for the school. So, I ask you this question. Is it possible for Mark Schmidt to even get better than he is now?
1: Uh, well, you'll, you talk to any coach, and, and the coach will say, "I'm only as good as the players." And uh, the one thing that he's been able to do is bring quality players into the program and then improve them. Uh, you know, he said he doesn't get the the three, four, five star players. He gets the the twos or maybe a two and a half, and he turns them into. All-star, all-conference players. So uh, you know he's he's been able to do that as successfully for uh, at least the last decade or so. The first couple of years, of course, he had very little to start with. But uh, boy, when you, you talk to guys like Tyler Ralph and and Michael Lee, you go, "Hey, look what you started!" Yeah. Uh, so so I, you know. But the, the last ten years, especially, he's been able to bring in, uh, draw in some some better quality players, and then even make them even better. Uh, but but the one thing that really impresses me the last couple of years is the way these guys formed a team and it didn't take them long. Uh, they, they took their lumps when they were freshmen, uh, because they just were so inexperienced. The two players that could have helped them out were both injured for the first third of the season. And uh, they just, uh, those, the three freshmen right off the bat with uh, Kyle Oshun and Dom, uh, they turned that uh, program into a team in a hurry, almost won the A-10 tournament. Uh, they couldn't uh, do it a couple of years ago because of COVID, and they come right back and win it last year. So uh, the, the cohesiveness of the five that are probably going to start this year uh, has been tremendous. And then you, you add in the players that he's been able to bring in from the off season, and uh, all of a sudden you're looking like a pretty impressive team.
2: Okay, how pumped up are you? You've seen it all at the Riley Center. How pumped up are you for the big, crazy, Riley rowdy crowds to come back?
1: Oh, I can't wait. Uh, last year was... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to cry when
2: I go in there, you know?
1: <laughs> it's, uh, it was unbelievably boring. Oh. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, doing, doing games uh, from the comfort of, of my office is nothing that I would, would ever wish on, on anybody. It's horrible. Uh, it, was, uh, it was just awful. Uh, you know, doing even Riley Center, the, you know, when you, when you can hear the coaches talking to the players and the ball bouncing on the floor and the referees talking, that's not Riley Center. That's, that's a scrimmage. And, uh, you know, somehow they got through it and, uh, able to, to play very well at home, pick up those key wins on the road. And, and, uh, I'll tell you what I could not, I mean, I, I had chills, uh, when I first started to broadcast that, uh, VCU game, the Atlantic 10 championship game in Dayton, just because there were people in the stands. And the Let's Go Bonas chant, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, uh, that just sent chills down my back. So, I mean, uh, it's it's going to be great to get the crowd back this year. And, and uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, it's it's going to be, you know, it's loud there all the time. I, I just think that uh, it's going to be even louder this year.
2: Gary Neese, our guest here on the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by Welch & Company Jewelers and Rosie's Corner, the play-by-play voice of the Bonnies men's basketball team with a tremendous season uh, ahead um, at what point last season did you realize we got something special brewing again here in Olean? You know, uh, it was a good team. You knew they had
1: a good team, and uh, the guys they they brought in uh, when when they had that first game out in Cleveland, uh, and they and they did a great job on on uh, in that game. Uh, scored a bunch of points. Everybody touched the ball. Everybody scored, and and I said, boy, this is going to be a pretty good team. And then uh, the first time I got to saw, see them in person when they they played Hofstra, uh, they you know they got off to a slow start, and all of a sudden they just blew them off the court. And uh, you know that you know you you hoped at that point you didn't have a team that would just turn it on when they when they thought they needed to that they could be more consistent. But yeah. as the season went along. The more consistent they get, I, I thought we had something special when when they beat Richmond at Richmond, uh, when when Kyle hit that three oh. pointer at the buzzer. That that uh, that kind of told me right there. I said, okay, this this team they they have what it takes to win on the road. They're going to defend the home court, and, and I said, now I think we've got something going here.
2: So the the big three that you know are are on this roster, obviously from from years gone by. When they came in, you know, I think a lot of Bona fans, Bona alum, kind of looked at it and said, hey, this trio, it's its going to go or it's not with, with these three guys. Kyle Lofton, Oshun, O'Shanini, and of course, Dom Welch, uh, who is just a, another great, great player that Schmidt has brought in. Can you go one by one with these guys and just kind of from the beginning until now, Chat about the growth of each of them, what you've seen, you know, when you realized they were going to maybe take a jump, when they took the jump. Get into that trio a little bit one by one, Gary.
1: Well, uh, you want to start, uh, obviously, with Kyle Lofton. Uh, he came in, uh, he was going to be the point guard, uh, or he was you know, going to work it slowly, and Nelson Caputo was, was going to kind of start it off and hand the reins over. But uh, I think, uh, Kyle, right off the bat, uh, it was going to be his team. Uh, he he kind of took over in the preseason, and, and uh, he's got he's got that attitude that you want a out of a point guard. He's tough. Uh, he he just uh, he he you know wants the team. He can put the team on his back. He can he's can yell at him. He can you know whatever he wants. He's the perfect point guard uh, for this team. And, uh, he, of course, he, uh, had a chance to uh, play with Oshun in prep school. So, so that kind of helped uh, things out. And then when Dom came in, Dom was uh, kind of a late arrival because he was injured. Uh, and he, he worked through the, uh, the foot problem. He had uh, really started to play about the seventh or eighth game of the season. He had to take a few off to, to heal up the foot. But, uh, uh when he got his confidence going, maybe about, uh, early part of the Atlantic 10 conference season uh, you had that trio and all of a sudden uh, you had more than one guy The guard uh, you had three and then you know and and uh, they really did a good job uh, learning on the fly basically uh, because you know Kyle's learning the position Oshun the kind of raw and and Don not being able to, to practice uh, or, or even play at times uh, but about midway through that season uh, just when the Atlantic 10 season started they clicked And uh, you could you could see that the separate personalities on the team, Uh, you know, you had Kyle, the leader, Oshun, who, who was maybe the emotional leader. And and Dom, who uh, just he just uh, is one of those guys. He's he's like a silent assassin. You go along, and all of a sudden you look up, and he's hit a couple of threes, and he's got twelve points and eight rebounds, and you know all of a sudden, boy, he had a pretty good game, even though it, it didn't uh, look like he had one there. So uh, there's three different personalities, but uh, they've been able to to meld that together into a very cohesive team. And then you add, you know, and and Mark's done a great job of adding in players, Jaron. Holmes and uh, uh, Jalen Attaway, you get those guys in there, those five starters, and, and uh, you talk about a tight bunch of guys. They just uh, they, they don't care who scores the points as long as they're up on top at the end of the game.
2: I'll tell you what, man. Oshun, Jalen Attaway, Jaron Holmes, Dom Welch, Kyle Lofton, they add in Cadre Adams from Wake Forest. you got a pretty good freshman class coming in. I remember Coach Schmidt um, you know, was talking really highly about this group coming in uh, me leading the way the the big kid from Nigeria, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just piecemealing this thing and, and putting the puzzle together. And there's nobody in college basketball for my money. Who's better at puzzle, uh, a puzzle work than Mark Schmidt. Um, do, do you get a sense? I wanted to focus on Jaron Holmes now, uh, with having said all that with all these players, he, he really is another Mark Schmidt, just a, a perfect Schmidt guy, um, He's almost kind of becoming I know we just talked about the trio, but but Gary, he's he's as important as anybody on this team.
1: Oh, he is definitely. I mean, uh, you're looking at a second leading scorer, a guy who can go inside, can go outside. He's a good defender. I mean, he's the, the perfect guy for Mark Schmidt's system. Uh, he's he's uh, not overly tall, maybe 6'4", but he's big. Uh, you can't put a small guard on him. He'll take him, to, you know, school him all night. Uh, and and the, the one thing, you know, as, as I mentioned with this team, they've taken on the personality of their coach. They're, they're all tough guys. Uh, they are not backing down from anybody, and they won't take anything from anybody, and, uh, and they'll just uh, try to impose their will. Uh, Jaron, uh, just a, a perfect compliment to the three when he came in, uh, got better his second year, and uh, I know that he spent a lot of time here this year uh, in the off season and, uh, you know, doing the work and, and he's one of those glue guys. He'll do whatever yeah. you would need him to do. If you need him to play defense on the team's best uh, score, he'll do it. If you need to get a three pointer, he'll get it. Uh, you know, things. you know, he's just been a perfect compliment. And then Jalen Attaway, uh, once he, uh, got into the picture and, and they, you know, finally convinced him that, you know what, you could be a scorer. Uh, and, uh, you know, who do you guard now? You got five guys on the floor. That are offensive players, and uh, you know you can't just double team somebody because they don't mind passing the ball to the next guy to get the easy shot.
2: Yeah, no doubt about it. I think it's safe to say that Jaron Holmes is greater and grander than Jaron English, right? Is that that's what we can <laughs> yeah. that's what we can yeah. say? You know what he he yeah. is he is for you know it, it's funny. Everybody now, right, Gary in college basketball is 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 big somewhere somehow someone's big, someone's long and lean. It's just the state of where we are, bigger, faster, stronger, basketball growth, uh, you know, AAU leagues, uh, the weight training, uh, guys getting stronger and taller early. Um, but but sometimes you do have a Bonaventure and they go up against an LSU or they go up against a Florida in the tournament, and you're like, whoa, okay, this is a little bit back, right? Or if they come up to the Carrier Dome and play Syracuse with all that length and all that size, I'm going to tell you, for 6'4", 210, Man, Holmes is a rock. That kid is so strong, Gary. Yeah,
1: and and uh you know and the 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 thing is they're all like that. <laughs> I mean, uh like Kyle Lofton's listed at six three and one eighty-five. He might be the toughest guy of the bunch. Yeah. Uh, as as far as uh, physicality goes. But, uh, you know, they're just not afraid. Uh, they, you know, even uh, when they were down to, to LSU in that NCAA game, they weren't backing down. They were attacking the basket. They were trying for steals. They were trying to do whatever they can to get back in that game. They're not going to quit. Uh, and as I said, they, they take on the personality of their coach. Uh, Mark Schmidt's never going to quit so, and his players aren't going to quit. And, uh, if, if they do, then, then they're going to have a long season sitting next to somebody on the end of the bench. I mean, uh, that's the quality and the type of player that he recruits. And, uh, he wants, he wants those guys playing, uh, right from the start and, and not, uh, letting back, letting down at the end of the game.
2: couple more for Gary Niece, Bonnie's men's hoops play by play, man. Um, is it, is it just assumed here? I know anything can happen, but Mark Schmidt is at Bonaventure, and that's that. Is that pretty much where we are here? I mean, I, I know I asked him about it again a couple months ago, and he always talks about how special the place is and this and that, but it seems like things, right, as as kids get older, as situations grow, as as the money comes in a little bit more at Bonnie and the TV deals there with the A-10 now in, in multiple spots, Mark Schmidt and Bonaventure. I mean, are they kind of linked? And this is this is what we think is going to happen here. I, I think so. I mean, uh, how many times
1: has has he uh, been asked to interview for other jobs? Right. And uh, all of a sudden, he's he's right back here in August, uh, getting his team ready. So uh, I, I really do. I, you know, I I honestly think that uh, he's going to be a lifer. If you want to call him wow. that. But, uh, but uh i I tell you he's, he's just uh it's just amazing to, to when when things work out like this uh you know when, when you get a coach that that wants to stay here who's got the talent to go somewhere else but says no you've got to you've got to, it's got to be a pretty special deal for me to leave then you know you've got somebody who's who's committed to not only the program but the university
2: okay uh I asked him this question uh would you trade the A-10 tournament win and the A-10 regular season win for one win in the NCAA tournament? He said no. And he no. said he said <laughs> no because he's all about the longevity and the body of work. Would you trade those two for a win in the tournament?
1: No, because okay. uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm probably like Mark and like every other Bonaventure fan. I'm greedy. I want them all. Uh, you know, I, I don't give me a choice. I want to win every one of them. I I'll, I want to win a pickup game out on the uh, sidewalk. You know, it doesn't matter.
2: Well, it, it was it was he was so quick with it. He was so I, he's like no, and then he and then he answered. Um, so last week, Gary, and I'll end I'll end on this. Um, last week uh, went to the New York State Baseball Hall of Fame induction, and in that class was Kevin Kernan from Ball Nine and Tino Martinez, of course, the, the Yankee great. But also included was Fred Handler, who, yes. yep, whose son now Eric Handler is VP of Communications at the YES Network, and Fred was just a legendary coach at Bona's, and they spent so much time, Fred Handler Park and McGraw Jennings Field, and uh, Eric gave the speech, and it was wonderful, and talking about Bonaventure and this and that, and it just it made me feel so good, and I got so emotional during it because you know, gee whiz, another reminder of how small the school is, but how great and how great big it is, you know, to us. It's a great big place. And, man, for being a couple thousand uh, students, Gary, we are all over the place.
1: Absolutely. Uh, and, I've, you know, I've never met Fred, uh, and but I watched him when he was an assistant coach uh you know during those during those years in the in the 60s and the 70s with with Larry Weesey uh just a, a tremendous quality player and, and uh, coach and, and anybody you, you talk to about Fred Handler uh, when I go to on campus or something they have nothing but good things yeah. to say about him uh just a, a tremendous uh not only a tremendous coach but a tremendous person
2: you know what I got to sneak one more in here if you have a minute uh, Dennis DePiro obviously was such a such an amazing president for Bonas, and, and he's missed by so many, including you and I. Did, did you have a lot of interactions with Dennis, and what was that like that night um, when, you know, it was? It must have been so weird, because there was no crowd to, you know, celebrate his life, and and it was, and then the Bonnies didn't play well, obviously, they just found out. That whole thing was just wild. Yeah, um, that
1: was... Uh... Yeah. I, I actually, uh, actually found out that morning from coach Schmidt. I, I had, oh. uh, we had set up our, our pregame interview and, and he had told me that, uh, that he had passed the night before. And, and, uh, it just was, uh, it was solemn and, and, uh, it just, I, I think a little bit of, uh, maybe a little bit of shock, yeah. uh, with the team that night. I, I don't think they were, they were fully into the game. And I don't think anybody was really, I mean, even, uh, uh, even I, it was hard to get any excitement going, even though it was a fairly close game. It Just, uh, just uh, there was something, you know, something else that was slightly more important than basketball that night, and uh, you know, so that was very, very tough. Uh, because uh, Dennis, as I, I had. Uh, uh, many occasions to talk with Dennis, uh, not, not only at games but but off you know, off campus some um, uh, socially a few times and, and just a wonderful person. Uh, great sense of humor. He just made everybody feel comfortable around him. and, uh, and, and he had done so much in so little time. Uh, you, you almost you sit back and think, man if he was still here, what, what would Bonaventure be doing right now? I mean, uh, he just had so much foresight into the future and, and what could be done and, and what could be what could be tweaked and what could be kept and he just uh, was a tremendous person and you hope that uh, whoever follows him, is is going to uh, keep things going and, and keep a little bit of a legacy of Dennis DiPiro going on campus.
2: Yeah, no doubt. Gary Neese, the play-by-play voice for the Bonnies men's basketball team. Exciting times. The season upcoming should be great. A lot of the other teams are doing well uh, at Bonna as well. And there's a new AD in town right. in, in Joe Manhurts, who's got uh, some major connections all over the place. Colgate, Syracuse, he's from Rochester, and everybody I talk to, it's a slam-dunk hire for St. Bonaventure University. Gary, I can't thank you enough for coming on. Really appreciate it. I've always obviously looked up to you and your work and, and proud to call you a friend. And uh, look, <laughs> if, if I'm allowed to get down there, I will see you at a game, my man.
1: That sounds good. It's my pleasure.
2: The ML Sports Platter is brought to you by Axe Exotic Pets, Ken's Auto Detailing, and Sit Means Sit dog training in Syracuse. Make sure you log on today to sitmeansit.com. Any dog, any breed, any behavior. Dave and his staff do an amazing job with dog training. It'll help your pup. It'll help you and the life at home. Sit means sit of Syracuse. the best dog training around. Go ahead and log on to sit Um, I wanted to just get into a little bit more on the Bonaventure side in terms of roster and, and some other things that, uh, you know, I just wanted to share. I mean, Jaron Holmes, who we just talked at length about, um, you know, here's a guy who, when you go back to, you know, being the perfect Schmidt player, right? It's like, it's this is exactly a guy, and there's so many examples, right? I mean, there's Matt Mobley, there's Holmes, there's there's tons of guys. Um, you know, Posley, I mean, it's just, through the years, there's there's countless, endless ones. It, it The Bonaventure perfect Schmidt player and how he gets guys and where he finds them from community colleges and from Canada and from wherever else... It, it, it's endless. The list is so endless that you forget people. It's like when you try to, you know, talk about how talented the Tampa Bay Lightning are, and you, you're you like Kucherov, Johnson, Palat, you know, uh, uh, Braden Point, Steve Stamkos, and all of a sudden, like, somebody rips off, like, five more guys. Uh, you know, Anthony Sorelli, you know, it, 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 and you forget multiple players. But 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 Holmes is really, truly a Schmidt player. I mean, he is a perfect prototypical guy, who Schmidt has brought into this program, and it's worked. And what uh, uh, Gary Neese said is totally accurate in terms of, you know, this guy, Jaron Holmes. I mean, you know, he comes in, and it's the growth, and it's the, it, it, it's, it's the effort, and it's Schmidt knowing a player, and the two-star who becomes a four- or five-star at Bonas. They might not be a four- or five-star really coming out of high school, they might not be a four- or five-star prospect to an NBA player, an NBA GM. but And they might not be ever an NBA player, whatever. But for Bonaventure, they're stars. They become stars. They become four- and five-stars after being a one- or two-while-recruited. And, look, this guy was at Ranger Community College, okay? I mean, that's what we're dealing with here. One of the best players in the Atlantic 10 right now is it, it was a community college guy where does Schmidt find him? I don't even know. I just had to type it in to see, you know, exactly, you know, at least on the map, um, you know, where it was, but like, I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, you know, he scored in double figures 23 times there, Um, all Northern Texas junior college athletic conference, second team under coach Billy Gillespie, but that doesn't mean that you know Syracuse, Georgetown, uh, 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 North Carolina, Duke, Kentucky, and and uh, you know Gonzaga are going to go in there and in uh, Baylor and go in and say, hey, let's go get this kid. Schmidt did, and then as a sophomore, immediately twenty three of twenty four games played, thirteen point two average, five point two in a league that's way faster, way better, way stronger in the A ten out of conference games, Power Five introduction, etc. You know, 17 points against Dayton, 16 against Fordham, um, great game against against Hofstra, right? I mean, he was four for five in that game from beyond the arc. Uh, you know, 12 points and four rebounds against the San Diego team that was big and physical. Then you fast forward to his junior year. He makes the second team all-conference honors for A-10. Uh, he's named to the all-academic team for the second year in a row. Started all 21 games bumps up the points a little bit, bumps up everything, rebounds, etc. playing time, 13.8 points, 5.3 rebounds, two assists, 33 minutes per game, 38% from three-point land, improved that in the offseason. It paid off in the regular, and, you know, he, he led the Bonnies with 18 points against LSU in the tournament game. Nothing would fall in that game. In, in fact, I don't even think the Bonnies played bad or it wasn't like, oh, well, hey, they didn't show up or anything like that. Or, oh, they were overmatched. They, they literally couldn't make shots. I mean, it was so frustrating inside, outside, everywhere. They couldn't make shots, but Holmes kept fighting and Holmes scored 18 points. Um, finished with nine points and seven rebounds in the A-10 championship victory against VCU. Had a great game against St. Louis prior to that uh, with seven boards and 15 points. Uh, huge win over Davidson. He went for a double-double, 19 and 11. Um, And then, of course, we have to remember the amazing, amazing performance against St. Joe's, uh, tied for eighth all-time in Bonnie, Bonnie's regular season, uh, in Bonnie's Riley Center single game, scoring with 38 points, and he had 10 rebounds. Um, he was just on, five, every single time he touched the ball, I'm like, yeah, it's going in, going in, going in, going in, and, you know, again, at Richmond, we just got done talking about the Lofton buzzer beater, but it was Holmes with 17 points on 7 of 12 shooting. He has really paced a, a lot of the Bonaventure games in terms of the offense. And, you know, he's a guard who is interchangeable. He's versatile. He's strong and, and, and athletic. Um, and, look, the trio gets a lot of attention, as they should. You know, they came in with a lot of hype, at least in a Bonaventure world. I remember hosting... Radio in Central New York and, you know, Syracuse fans, they want every single recruit, uh, and most fans are like that, no matter what, you know, what what, what school it, it, it is, uh, football or basketball. You know, the, most fans, oh, got to have him, got to have him. Boy, he'd be great for the zone. And all of a sudden, Oshun chooses Bonas over Georgetown, Syracuse, and a host of others, and then it's, Ali's oh, really not that good, <laughs> you know. So O'Shun came in with a ton of hype. Welch came in, obviously the leading scorer all time in Buffalo high school uh, uh, history, um, and Kyle Lofton, just a, a, a wonderful player who was teammates at Putnam Science Academy with O'Shun, Oshunini. and 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 now these three guys are are heading in. You know they're seniors. I mean the Bonnies have one, two, three, four five seniors on this team. One of them, the red shirt in terms of Jalen Attaway. Um, You know, the sophomore class is strong, I think, and they'll grow. Uh, But this is is it right here. I mean, this upcoming year is it. This is the time to, again, I know they won the A-10 regular season last year. I know they won the A-10 tournament title. Uh, It's going to be hard, obviously, to replicate one or both of those just because it's so hard to get back. It's so hard to win again. But this team has an opportunity. And I know how difficult it is. I know, you know, the expectation is easily to get in the NCAA tournament and then, you know, win a game or two. There's a lot of people who think, well, it's not that simple. You got to get in. You got to see who you play. The matchups are big. But this is it. At a school like Bana, this is it. They've built this thing for a few years. The recruiting has been really, really good the last several years, thanks to Mark Schmidt. He's found diamonds in the rough and all the rest. You build up to what you did last year and now it's all all systems go. You've got everybody coming back, all your big scores. You really hit it with the Wake Forest uh transfer in terms of Kadri Adams. Um you know, I think the kid Abdul Karim Koulibaly and I think I believe that's how you pronounce it from Pittsburgh, he's a redshirt sophomore at forward. He's going to give them a ton of minutes this year, I think. Um you know, you've got the kid uh, Sinmi coming in from Nigeria. who's a freshman. He won't play that much. He'll be behind Oshun, but could be if he can get in and get some early minutes and whatnot and learn from Oshun and grow in the Schmidt system. He could be an impact player in 2022, 2023. Um, but this is it, man. I mean, this roster from top to bottom, Lofton, Welch, Attaway, Oshunini, uh, Holmes, uh, all these guys, I- I'm telling you right now, this is what it is like in for life as a, and I hate the term, mid-major. Uh, put all the eggs in the basket, build off of last year, and now this year is the one where the hurdle is right here, and you, you kind of, you went over, tried to get over that hurdle, the big, big hurdle, the, the, the national major hurdle, right? And it was, ooh, 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 whoa, we're halfway over because we won the A-10 regular season, we won the tournament. But then again, this LSU, again, didn't make a lot of shots and lost badly, uh, now you go in and you've got an out of conference schedule that is absolutely through the roof. You've got an opportunity to uh, be ranked right early in the season. Um, you have an opportunity to make more history. You have an opportunity to win the A10 again, tournament and regular season. Um, you know you're playing Virginia Tech this year. You know you're playing in the Charleston Classic. Uh, you know Clemson's there, Temple's there. You're playing against Boise State uh, uh, in, in that first game. Uh, you know, you've got just an unbelievable opportunity. You're playing Loyola, Maryland. You're playing. The schedule's pretty good. You know, it's not Loyola, Chicago, but it's Loyola, Maryland. I mean, this is a very, 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 very good schedule. And you just got a real opportunity here. You know, I think the Bonnies, you know, you, you, you win as many games as you can. You get in the tournament. And then from there, you know, that's where the history is going to be made. I mean, it's going to be the bread will be buttered in the NCAA tournament. This is the group right here. That has been there, done that, they've won A10 title, they've won A10 tournament, they've lost a tournament game, they've lost, but they've had multiple heartaches, heartbreaks, they've they've faced adversity, they've done it all, and they've done it all together. And now this is the last run for these guys. And so uh this is where you really, really, really all the eggs are in the basket and you all systems go, and I'm super pumped up for it. Big time thanks to Gary Neese for jumping on the ML Sports Platter. Here on all the major platforms like Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, iHeartMedia, Amazon, go ahead and download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We are brought to you by CNY Electrical, Camillus Golf Club, the Syracuse Fitness Store, and our great friends at Stanley Law Offices. Visit them online at stanleylawoffices.com. Together, they'll work to get you. The Maximum Award. Stanley Law Office is a proud title sponsor of the ML Sports Platter. Hit me on Twitter at MikeL Sports, and as I always tell you, enjoy the games.
0: Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev.
3: To be a thriver means asking for what you want. So I asked my doctor for Cascali, ribocyclib, a prescription medicine taken with an aromatase inhibitor in premenopausal women with HR-positive, HER2-negative metastatic breast cancer, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body. Visit mbcmedication.com or call 1-800-282-7630. Cascali can cause lung problems, including breathing problems, cough or chest pain, skin reactions such as severe or worsening rash, or an abnormal heartbeat, which may lead to death. It can cause liver problems such as yellowing of the skin or eyes, dark urine, tiredness, loss of appetite, abdominal pain, bruising, or bleeding. Low white blood cell counts resulting in severe infections may occur and include fever, chills, or other symptoms. Most common side effects include headache, dizziness, hair loss, constipation, diarrhea, nausea, or vomiting. These are not all the possible side effects. Avoid grapefruit during treatment. Tell your doctor if you have any new or worsening symptoms, are or plan to become pregnant or breastfeeding. Cascali is not approved for use with tamoxifen.